0: fuck is up y'all this is now episode 111 of not politically correct we are back again with another one for y'all head tops head ass it is your boy real mccoy aka mr what it do aka young splash god aka no cap charlie aka doped up danny aka uh what the fuck am i fbi okay, mic danny, danny. yeah all all way ho. hallway 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 whoa, whoa whoa sir I am not Skyler. Um, but Larry yeah, I'm the War DC War War War. War. <laughs> I am all those things and more. Um, and you can find me at uh Red McCoy Rebel on Snapchat and Snapchat, and then also Room KPZ on Twitter all the time. Cody. I am Cody. Russ. Really? See you, on everything. That's my gamer tag.
1: <laughs> and I'm Russ. The Barman, a.k.a. Teddy Russ, a.k.a. Smooth Fingers, a.k.a. Kid Universal, a.k.a. The pretender, a.k.a. School Wars 2, a.k.a. Rust the Bus. Oh, I took a oh, fine oh, memory oh, oh. on the <laughs> chatty of snaps, as that is Snapchadius, and on IG at candy Cupidity, C-I-N, C-A-N, T-I-D underscore C-U-P-I-D-I-T-Y.
2: Idiot, sometimes I D mm-hmm. and then I T Y identification <laughs> with the T Ys.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, so I have to mention that we are on facebook so we have a facebook group not politically correct podcast you can join that group and be a part of the shenanigans you can like our page at npc podcast on facebook that's for numbers and all that good shit to make us feel important we are on twitter at not pc podcast you can follow us for more shenanigans and we are on anything that you can listen to shit on so on soundcloud on your podcast app on spotify (laughs) on spreaker on google play never on title because apparently Jay-Z hates black people, or whatever company he sold it to. Sprint hates, which actually is T-Mobile now. Anyways, we're on all of that. Just type in not politically correct. We'll come up. You can listen to us. You can leave us comments about how bad or how good we are. We will not read them, I promise you. But it is good for, you know, the fodder. And now, So
2: on part 387 of I Am Going to Hell, <laughs> on Facebook it says, Demi DeVado confirmed that they went to rehab late in 2021 after three years of near-fatal o- overdose. And I'm like, they went to rehab? Wait, who else? Her. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She did that whole... Yeah.
0: Wait she, wait, she went to rehab in 2021?
2: It says late 2021, three years after near fa- their near-fatal overdose. Take a rehab this day.
0: Oh, right. <laughs> okay, well, that, that's a... You know, it's funny, that's a good transition because that would be a spiky, er, er, big sport for her to do that. Cody? <clears throat> oh, okay.
2: <laughs> so, speaking of theys, or actually she's, because she's a she, not multiple people, but um, Simone Biles. And dozens of other victims seek one billion dollars from the FBI for failing to promptly investigate sexual abuse allegations against Larry Nassar. Nassar, I don't know. Uh, Michigan State University, where he worked uh, as a doctor, agreed to pay five hundred million dollars to over three hundred women assaulted by Walker in two thousand eighteen. Oh hmm. wow! They
1: um. Funny enough, I actually made a spoof about this um, in a number of different... uh, That sounds like
2: poor taste.
1: um, Well, with the the mediums, you would definitely understand the poor taste. Ghosts?
2: Mediums? What? I'll be here all day. Please don't. Um, I'm not. I'm
0: leaving after this, Well, that's insane. So, So they got half a million from the actual guy who did it and then they won another a billion from the fbi
2: if that's how you want to word it since i didn't look into it <coughs> <know. laughs>
1: that's how you want to word it
2: but uh you know, speaking of lots and lots of money tiger woods is officially a billionaire with the bbb. he was gonna be a trillionaire, but he <laughs> you know know what i mean cr-
1: when you stop paying hoes you know you get money right
2: exactly right? <laughs> Someone said, that must be nice to for him to be a billionaire again, and I was like, was he a billionaire again? Right. Um, a, a billionaire but anyway, again. yeah, so he is one of three known athlete billionaires. Ooh, I know the the other two, LeBron James and Michael Jordan, of course. Um, LeBron's, I think, at a billion um, somewhat recently, and... Yeah, like two weeks ago. Probably a billion and twelve dollars now, you know. I don't know. But, a billion and
1: twelve dollars, that's funny.
2: But uh <laughs> I could tell it's funny because you laughed. No, you didn't. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he just narrates everything. I find that humorous. <laughs> that amuses uh, <laughs> me. I <laughs> <Over>,
3: am <laughs> <over laughs> <me. laughs> Um
2: and then Jordan's at one point seven million, which I'm like, that's not far behind. No, that's one like that's 700. Million more, that's like
1: a Wait, lot. He's at 1.7 million or billion. Bill, billion. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: When he, that, when he said, when he said, "I was like, that's pretty poor for Michael, jo- <laughs> Michael right. Jordan." Michael I'm like, and, <laughs> somebody's looking into that, bro. Somebody get and, Michael and next
2: year, yeah, next year he's projected as three to 3.6 quadrillion. <laughs> quadrillion. <laughs>
0: he
1: really had, like, you
2: know. <laughs> 1.7 million.
1: Let me go ahead and be his uh, uh his accountant. He's right, he's like somebody's that nigga blind.
0: Getting getting my I'll man be his weed roller.
2: God, I was
0: like uh, 1.7 million. Shit, boy, you a uh,
2: damn. Dude, uh, who's Snoop Dogg? You know how he has a professional weed roller.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
2: He he bumped up his the dudes pay because of, like, inflation or whatever, or, or gas or, or the pandemic or something. I think that's hilarious.
0: Bro, first, like, of you, all, you, you... <laughs> first of all, to be a professional weed roller, he was already making, like, I think, like, 50 K a, a year. That's not bad, just to roll weed, bro. And don't he have, like, benefits,
2: right. too? But
1: you gotta, like, be really good at it. Like, you can't just be, like, a run-of-a-mill run of nigga, like... I,
2: right. <laughs> you know what? I feel like it wouldn't matter so much. I think the more important thing is that he has it on hand. Where once Snoop is out, like he just hands him another one, you know, like mm. it's real Zendik.
0: Like a like a, a butler, a weed butler. Yeah, there you go. That's what he should be. A known. weedler. A... a weedler. <laughs> a weedler.
2: <laughs> Next... Weedler. Go. <laughs> Next year he gets a promotion to be a metap- uh, metapot There we
3: go.
1: Yes. Metapot. Shut up. Shut up. Make my joke
2: work. <laughs>
0: Y'all
1: yeah, funny. <laughs> and then he turns into Big Dick B.
0: Whoa, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: Nobody seen him the video. All right. No, I see no, that no, one. No,
2: no, <laughs> see that no. Oh, I know that one. That's Pikachu.
3: <laughs> That's, That's four shits. Kidding. That's three
1: four shits. <laughs> Dude, that one was hilarious. I had to send it to you, McCoy. Your
2: shit is funny. It is. Even oh. if you don't know Pokemon, it's funny.
0: I know, um, I know enough. I know en- I know the, enough about the first 152. At, all right, uh,
2: one you should, you should. 151. My God,
0: is I thought Mew and Mewtwo were. You know what? Whatever. Fuck this. I'm yeah, up. you want to
2: argue with me, <laughs> nah, Mister Digimon? I don't, don't, don't okay. want to
0: debate you. I don't want to debate you, Cuddy. I don't want to debate you.
2: Good. I'm a master <laughs> debater. Anyways, basketball. <laughs> so fuck the Celtics. Um,
0: fuck Boston. And again, we say fuck Boston.
2: The 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 Warriors, or they played last night. Uh, well, Friday night for all of you that aren't listening to right now. <laughs> um, series is now tied up two to two. Warriors won last night. Thank Ooh. you, Steph. Thank dude, man, Steph. I can't believe he played because he had that little ankle injury. Came back with forty three points.
0: Man, that that boy, they was going crazy last. You know what's crazy? They weren't going crazy last night. They were actually women they were <laughs> oh <yeet. laughs> no but i mean we can't argue with logic that's a that's a fact um anywho i they were playing last night and they were down for most of the game yeah. in like, the third or fourth quarter man and, and when they came and really they really won within like the last like three minutes because it was like it was it was okay I, fuck boston let's just get that out the way after saying that
2: well Wait, a- wait, 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 because I just went to one more thing before we get that out of the way, because fuck Boston, because when they played game <laughs> three in Boston, um, the Warriors looked at the hoop and noticed they thought that it was too high and they measured it and they were right. So I think that Boston's on some bullshit trying to cheat. So wait. Fuck Boston, now we can carry on. Really? Yeah, yes.
0: Hmm. Oh my god, dude.
2: I'll send hey, it to man. the group chat right now.
0: Whoa, that is okay. <laughs> that just flipped everything. Are you serious, bro? Yes. That, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, yeah, why would I lie about that? That's, I'm not Boston. I don't uh, raise rims. What the fuck? Uh, that is insane, bro. Because look, why is it always the New England area fuckers like that, bro? Like, remember, you know, Brady and Deflategate and all that shit, bro? Yeah. Um, what the so there another
2: one in there, uh, New
0: York somewhere. I'm sure, bro. I'm sure.
2: There's so a lot, thing. in that, yeah. yeah, Yankee stuff. Yeah. And yeah, so dude, I remember there's like debates on like who is the worst fan base and stuff like this. And the fact that people, I don't, dude, there. Someone said like, oh, us Boston fans aren't that bad. We're actually the same as like every other NBA player. I'm like. You guys are one of the most, like, out of all sports, the most racist team's uh, fan base.
0: Right, it's Boston.
2: You know, it's all a bunch of white people that are, like, half cops and half firefighters. And, <laughs> you know, you, you root for it, but then you say the N-word during games, and I don't get it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's weird because they'll get, you know. And, I mean, that's America for you, but but honestly, it's, like, weird. It's, like, this weird thing in Boston. Like, Boston has to be, like, the most racist northern city of all time it's like just like one of those places where it's like yeah we like I don't know man it just seems like this really weird
1: and it's like cartoon racist like yeah okay like, yes
0: bro I know <laughs> like what you like over the
1: top yes, <laughs> yes. exaggerated yes. bullshit like bro okay <laughs> like, you bro. trying too hard to be racist exactly,
0: like are you racist nigga <laughs>
1: Are you
0: sure? Do you, know, do you know how this looks, bro? This is like a Family Guy episode every day. Like that's what that's right. like, that would American
1: just Family. I mean, American uh, Dad.
2: It's just Duh. American. family. Intro. <laughs> American
0: Family and racist. And, right. <laughs> and that's the title <laughs> of this show. I just want y'all to know. Oh man! But like, put it in the chat. But but no, like, um, that's that's crazy that in. That Boston. It's, now it's really fuck Boston, just based on that, because it's like, bro, if that's true, how the fuck?
2: It is. I saw it online.
0: If that. No, I'm saying like <laughs> it was on Google. <laughs> that never lies. Come right. On. Right.
2: Right.
0: Remember they told us that Demi Lovato and they had went to rehab. Like I,
2: I, dot com, slash the onion.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that is a now nah, that is a reputable source. I would really, I appreciate you getting articles from there. But man, I. I mean, I forgot what I was, I was going to say after that. Fuck Boston. Because now it's just really fuck Boston. So yeah, fuck Boston. Whatever, man. Two and two. Two
2: and two, yeah. Yeah, two and two. Two and
0: two.
2: Fuck Paul Pierce.
0: Fuck, fuck him, too, with that. This nigga wearing a fucking Everett's fucking pelly uh, Everick, uh, pelly Boston coat in the, inside the... Uh, arena, Bro, it is not that cold, bro. And it's like May, bro. Like, fuck out of June, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Why are you wearing that big-ass You ass know his there? weak
2: ass has poor circulation.
0: What? <laughs> funny,
1: funny because his face messed up so poor. That's hilarious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of random shit that's like, you know, out of this area. So, Justin Bieber has like some type of illness. You? Right, exactly. Yeah, he's like
2: half-stroked out. Half-stroked? I mean, rip or half rest in to dog
1: definitely sound like bad porn. (laughs) (laughs) Man, we really don't give a fuck about people.
2: That's funny. (laughs)
0: No way, dog. He said he half stroked out way because.
2: Was he not, though? No, that's
0: exactly what I'm thinking, bro. Like. (laughs)
1: when <laughs> he yeah, like when he like, <laughs> like turning into old boy that used to uh, be married to Angelina Jolie anyway yeah
0: damn yes yes the hair the, the like hat. it's like beard but like no beard like what's going on there
1: yeah beard but no beard
0: yeah like, like uh, eternal final like shadow. early
1: stages of alcoholism and shit
0: <laughs> right bro like he just two bottles. Hey, away hey I actually saw
2: that um what's dude from the Hanover Bradley, oh, Bradley Cooper Bradley Cooper yeah helped mm-hmm. helped Brad Pitt get sober mm.
0: so Brad Pitt That's was good. actually in alcohol. So, Got okay. Fight Club 2? Right.
2: <laughs> Ew, is that a thing? I know it's a book, but did they make it into a movie? Wait, what's that? No. Mm-hmm. I don't think okay, they good. did.
1: Um, okay. That's like that other movie, uh, fucking, what's it, Social Apprentice 2? They, like, made it, it, but didn't make it, because, like, they have a whole fucking cast, but the movie is no, nowhere to be seen. Or Gambit. <laughs> wow. Gambit.
0: Oh, yeah, Gambit.
1: Even, uh, made the whole uh, fucking movie, and they canceled it.
0: And it's crazy because I don't even like Channing Tatum like that, but I think he could have pulled it off. It like, hey. the, more, the more I think about it. So.
2: I feel bad for Channing Tatum. He's just like, after you told me about it, all that, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, the oh. thing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was. I, you know. He
2: must be as sad as a half-stroked out dude. <laughs> Dog,
0: that's. I mean,
2: do you
1: feel well, sad when you have half out? I mean, I, I have and so. was I wasn't sad.
0: Looked well, right to. Oh shit! I forgot about, I forgot about that for a second. Read the room, Cody
2: Jesus. Dude, you laughed your ass off.
0: <laughs> no, because because le- oh, listen.
2: Russell- I'm sorry, half your ass off, Russell. your
1: <laughs> One cheek. Well, exactly. Fuck you, McCoy. Literally on the edge of a seat. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, coach. No. Get a new
3: Twitter. you bitch. <laughs> I'm going to wake my baby up. Get the fuck
0: out. Hey, yo. Listen, man. Let's talk about some more sports. What else happened? Is football starting yet? At- we doing no. that.
1: Nope. The no swimming happened and they got too, bitch. Uh, <laughs>
0: Russell, now you go. You get out too, bro. Get out of here. I <laughs> to too, All right. I, I do have some
2: football stuff I could talk about, but I'd rather just skip to Kendrick right now. Actually, real quick. Here, LeBron James Found- Family Foundation has announced plans to build a multi-million dollar medical facility in Akron, Ohio. Wait, really?
1: That's dope. That's crazy. I really uh, appreciate Doug as like a human being. Um, yeah. Due to his, uh, his, his uh, NBA career, he's been able to do so much uh, for his his uh, own hometown, but for just like uh, a lot of people. Uh, yeah.
2: So- for, sure. So- mm-hmm. for sure. Very selfless. Yeah.
0: Unlike a Celtics player. So, hmm. uh, Whatever. <laughs> hey man um I think LeBron James is uh, just on a on a philanthropy like humanitarian type of uh stick I think he's <laughs> if you're if you're talking about like all the stuff he does for the world and shit like that i I yeah. would say that he is really mad generous with how he you know kind of gets back to the community and like um in particular all, all people but in particular um how he keeps african-americans and like poor people at the forefront of what he's trying mm-hmm. to do like even with his school and shit like that so i just uh shout out to lebron james for being a billionaire and now being more rich to give more money also they said that um not to get on no little scandal shit but did you hear that he was fucking drew Sedora?
2: what'd you say about a luchador
0: because <laughs> hey, i don't know anything? what
1: the fuck dog just said what word was that <laughs>
0: Do you know who Drew Sedora is? That character from the game, who actually happens to be a real Drew person. Drew Yeah.
2: What game? The Celtics and Warriors.
0: No, no there's I a, think you're the, talking about the, the, the show. Chibi, the TV show. The game. You know what? We'll we'll skip past it because you this was a. Are this, high. I wish I was. No, I am not. I'm very sober, and so this is. We're, we're going to skip past that. If you.
2: How about here's a good segue. J. Cole is, uh, signed a deal with a Canadian basketball team to play his second consecutive year playing pro. Really? Um, the, oh, I thought you would have known this, um, Scarborough Shooting Stars. Um, and it, I think it's hilarious that when he got called off the bench, they played his one of his songs.
0: <laughs> they forced it, bro. They forced it, forced it, bro. They got to. <laughs> it's not the club. They but, don't have to do that at all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? Yeah, you know. That's funny. So you know you know who who's uh, good friends with J. Cole, Jermaine, <clears throat> Cole,
0: well Lamar. Oh <gasps> Lamar. Well, hmm. uh, it's funny that you mentioned J. Cole. So <clears throat> throughout the twenty tens, why is there a bird in the background or some like what is going on? <clears throat> Thank you.
2: Uh, I don't know.
1: That's definitely uh, white privilege. white yeah. privilege. <laughs>
2: Living in a place where Excuse Argo's me, here. I'm trying to be quiet so my baby can sleep. Sorry, I'm <laughs> hot in here. I don't want to have the AC on. And you know, like, why is this fan going? Because I'm hot, bitch. Why are you trying to help me in a sweatbox?
1: Dude, got <gasps> Why the fuck you got animals visiting me, Snow White? <laughs> right? What the fuck going on?
2: Because <laughs> nature, and when there's birds around, there's not people around. People suck. Fuck Paul Pierce.
0: Yeah, no, I feel, I feel that. Throughout the 2010s, <laughs> rap has had three reigning kings based on commercial, critical, and impact. Chirp, chirp. So commercial and critical success and impact. The Canadian transplant, Drake. The Fayetteville, North Carolina, rep J. Cole, who now is also playing basketball in Canada. Thank you, Cody. And the West Coast savior, Kendrick Lamar. Nicki Minaj will be fourth on the the Rushmore as she is the reigning queen. But as we move into the second half of the second year of the 2020s, we see that the rat baton is being passed to the next generation, no matter who you think those people are. This could not happen before K-Dot returned after five years with, a, with another album to not
2: 1,805 days or whatever. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. With, an, with another album to not only let fans know where he's been, but also to satisfy his contract with TDE. <clears throat> that album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, dropped a few weeks ago and had the internet in a little tizzy for a little bit. <laughs> So, while the wordsmith is back, how does this album hold up against the multiple classics he has amassed over his decade-plus long run in the upper echelon of rap? So, before I even begin, Cody, actually, we'll start with Russell today. Russell, what what did you think about this album?
1: Oh, shit, here we go.
0: All right. (laughs) Oh, here we go.
1: This was one of the worst
2: performances First I've
1: seen. First of all, somebody in dog camp needed to tell him he can't sing. Oh. Uh,
2: secondly, ending call.
1: the ADHD bipolar beats get annoying, gave me a fucking headache. Uh, thirdly, he sounded like he's doing spoken word most of the time. Uh, well, with is, that being really, said, this is
2: the segment where you talk positively, okay? Thank you. With no, no, that being said, <laughs> he's
0: not here. He's
1: not here. I like the album. Um, That's it was right. nice sonically uh, Not chicken reason uh, even though it's super back and forth the beat selection is real nice um, I think so far um, uh, N95 is my favorite off the album did you watch was, the like, music
2: video?
1: I watched part of it I was um, kind of driving while I was listening to this um, so, so, yeah,
2: just like McCoy you half-assed
1: it well you know you'll, you'll find out at the, at the end of this uh, what i all have, have to say um I dig Die Hard musically. I love the progressions. Um, Rich Spirit is real smooth. Uh, Call Me Out feels like um, like a single to me. Mm.
0: Okay.
1: Um, It it really has like single quality to me. I agree. Um,
0: I agree with
1: that. And that's about as far as I got through because it's a long ass album. Um, Uh,
2: Dude, you only had like six weeks. Wait, you didn't, you didn't, wait.
1: Yeah, and then the five of those I was like in my house with a monitor on. So, fuck you.
2: And nothing in your ears. <laughs> so, fuck
0: you. You no, um, could have been healing. from. COVID. Wait, wait, so wait, so wait, pause. You didn't, you didn't get past count me out?
1: <sighs> no, that's as far as I got.
0: Ooh, 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 I can't even, I mean, I, I appreciate Russell listening. And him having an it, but he didn't. But he, but there's a, there's a <laughs> he hasn't even gotten to the meat and potatoes like of the whole shit. Like, it's some shit on that second half, bro. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. I just didn't, didn't have time this, man.
2: No, I got you. I got you. This album is like another definition of full circle cycles.
1: Um, uh, but so far, I give it like an
0: 8.9. Ooh, shit. Oh, shit. Well, I, I, you know what's crazy? I would like next week. We're going or in two weeks we're gonna talk about uh, Yeah, I
1: follow up next week in a yeah. rest of my shit. Yeah, yeah, because no, I it's think nine point
2: one.
0: If 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 he gives if he gives it an eight nine, right now, <laughs> then mm-hmm. once he gets to the other shit, this this might Probably be a like classic. A yeah, I'm, 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 I'm tempted to see what, or really interested to see what he thinks when he finishes the whole thing. So shout right. out Russell. For, and so
1: for- I roast, you know, I roast uh, Kendrick because of the, the 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 cadence he uses and stuff like that, because it really sounds like a spoken word yeah uh, type sure. shit to me. But um, I never not give dog his props, like his uh, wordplay and uh, the lyrics on the songs that I've heard. Uh, are always dope. Like yeah. they're always deeper than you. You um, have the surface level, but I got to let them have it because it's some shit that need to be said.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. No, it did no, not sure. need to be said. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, the yes. Kendrick Lamar's number one fan. Um, how did you? F- <laughs> how did you feel about this album, brother? It was
3: the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so it started out reminding me in the beginning of. Like damn, part two, kind of like how, what was it? I think Donda was supposed to, like to us. We thought it was like a, we wanted a. Uh, what's the other one? What were we talking about?
0: Is it Donda? Pablo, Oh, the Pablo oh, the one, you, of, you know? Yeah, the Life of Pablo. Yeah, you yeah, know. I'm yeah.
2: yeah. like, what we, what that should have been a this and that thing. Yeah. So this account, kind of sounded like a, a, part two to damn. Okay, um, okay. Even the like the first two songs, like the beats and uh, his cadence, so, like that just reminded me like that's how it's going off. But overall, it was not like a a rip off or take off of "Damn." Um, I feel like with the storyline, though, it's uh, still in the same area where it's about, but a little, I guess, a little uh, more in depth of the mentality. Um, obviously, he's talking about a lot of mental health issues and. Faults and then seeing runs and going to therapy and this and that. Um, I think it's so cool that Eckhart totally's like in there and that that's who Kendrick talked to. Um, I was so stoked. I was like, ah, giddy little boy. (laughs) I
0: see. It was (laughs) Christmas for you. At least it wasn't a. (laughs) Anywho.
2: (laughs) Hey,
0: I just. Sorry, before we even go any further, I just got to say this. Um, Russell did. In our group chat, he did the Jada Kiss laugh yesterday, everybody. And I just want you to know it was one of the funniest things I ever heard in my life. It was really it was really a moment. It was really a moment for me. I just want y'all to know that. So sorry, continue, Cody.
2: So yeah, a lot of this I feel like McCoy and I, you, and I mean, we should probably be repeating our conversations for the public and stuff because they didn't get to know our conversations and conspiracy theories, but right. you know that the first half is, so it's called Mr. Morale and the big steppers. The first half is the big steppers. And right. the second half of them is the Mr. Morale. Right. Um, I think that my favorite might be the first half. Um, but I think my favorite song, even though there's so many good ones in here for different reasons, but I love rich spirit. That's something I can like. Yeah really mm-hmm. jive a dance to it's so chill and just it gets me. you yeah um there's a lot that i can really appreciate there's what is it like a we cry together yeah and auntie diaries are both ones that i at first was like this is amazing artwork and then after like second third fourth listen i'm like I'm glad I listened to it for the first time. I don't think I need this repeated. Like, I got it already. And then after that, I was like, no, this was definitely needed, and I'm still, you know. Right. And there's a lot to it that it's like with Kendrick, like you miss or you still catch on. Like, after listening to the 10-plus times, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like I told you with Auntie Diaries, the first half I was talking about his aunt, I, my auntie is a man now, but he kept, he keeps going back and forth, calling his aunt he and then she, which I just think is so i don't know right it's <laughs> it's it's out there man it's it's like a newer age kind of thinking mixed with his past of growing up knowing one thing but it's actually you know right yeah
0: right well cody uh, i mean cody cody we had some ten. conversation about this T- 10 10
2: but you know i i'm i mean that's completely biased so, you said, you said, my opinion is a 10. It doesn't mean that it's factually a 10. But that's no, I know. But 10. no, that's...
0: that's what it means to you. That's what it means to you. Yes, that's yeah. what... 11, 12. I want to
1: say that I couldn't um, finish the song We Cry. It was just too real. I had to, like, skip it.
0: Yeah, oh man. Look,
2: that song... So, at the end no. of it, just to catch you up, because they're basically... No, oh, I'm not...
1: At, yeah, no,
2: I'm right. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and listen to it, but yeah, I couldn't okay. put that first listen to No it. spoilers, gotcha. Even though you guys can do that to me, I feel it. I <laughs> don't.
0: Oh, bullshit. No, he don't. He don't. don't. It'd be me. It'd be me. It's all no, me. No,
2: he did it. I forget what I tried to scroll way up in the chat. It was like a few weeks ago. Anyways, <laughs> we don't need to argue because we know I'm right. Anyway. So yeah, it's a good album. Oh.
1: I'm <laughs> a day to debate
2: with you. I ain't say shit. Fuck
0: you. No, you said dookie, not shit.
2: <laughs> Okay,
0: and this has been episode one eleven of uh um
2: That means the door's coming open.
0: Um, Hello birdies. So
1: my only friend
0: <laughs>
2: ugly. three little birds.
0: So, all right, for this album, things that things that were really work really worked for me. Um we're going with the three, you know, the three best things. First of all, I just want to start off by saying using Kodak as a staple for the big steppers.
2: Dude. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. That was another thing. I was, I'm not a big Kodak fan. Right. It was. I think it was a good thing that he was used for this purpose.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Hold on one second. Hold on one second,
2: guys. I gotta grab tissue. Hold on. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't have muted himself.
3: Oh. <laughs> right. Oh.
1: Okay. Sorry that. That don't cover up the sound, motherfucker. <clears throat> <clears throat> we still heard. Okay.
2: He's got his own bike too now. <clears> no Ravel, ravel,
0: ravel. Win, win, That was actually me blowing my nose, you dicks. Okay. Yeah.
1: Blowing okay. nose on dicks.
2: What the what? fuck?
0: <laughs> I'm out of- get out of here. Just...
2: <laughs> Go. Get away. Get away. Okay, okay that's so... full circle cycles for when he left.
0: <clears throat> so, when you... Dude's it on the pod. <laughs> I hate it here. When... Okay. Make sure you cut all that out, Cody. <clears throat> so, right I'm off not, the bat.
2: That's called karma.
0: <laughs> Using... I'm. <clears throat> Using Kodak <laughs> as a staple for the big steppers. Okay. So, right off the bat, one of my favorite things about this album was that noticing that there are really only three rap features here in the entire album. Okay. Those rap features include Baby King, which, of course, mm-hmm. was expected. Okay. The Wu legend. Ghostface Killer, Ghostface Killer. hmm Okay. And... What the fuck? The Woo Legend, Ghostface killer, Ghostface killer, and the young boy Kodak. But Kodak's role here is much more elaborate than we think at first glance. See, for the album, which is split into two halves, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kodak on the first half represents the Big Steppers, which seems to be a metaphor for those who, who are moving through life, tap dancing around the truth and or around healing. If you have not listened to the album, this comparison may not make sense, which is fine, but the point here is that Kendrick took a rapper many would not expect him to identify with and used him and used him as a narrative staple in this album. Not only does that drive him <clears throat> drive home the point of this album more, but it makes for some of the best skits, Rich and my personal favorite record, Silent Hill on the album. So like <clears throat> Rich is like a spoken word piece from Kodak, but <clears throat> Jesus, but it You're is. still blowing your nose? I don't, I have like flim that's stuck in my body.
2: <clears throat> I feel like every other episode I remind you of water and tea, but whatever.
0: I have, I have a big thing of water <laughs> here, Paul.
2: <clears throat> I, I feel like the ah, Kodak ah, thing God. in this, Jesus, <laughs> he does not want to hear what I have to so.
1: say. Ah, ah, he don't want to hear it.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Just, uh, <laughs> it, 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 I disagree! <laughs> 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 hey, get to the point I'm saying it. Uh, <laughs> objection, hearsay.
0: Okay, okay, okay. okay. It,
2: it, it, to me, it, it's like... It really compared with how the poem throughout the album of To Pimp a Butterfly was represented.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yes, I, I agree with that, actually. Because, like, that poem... Was kind of laced through the entire the entire thing. Well, <clears throat> mm-hmm. the tap the, the tap dancing is is equivalent to the poem for me. So the poem kept coming. So up. there's your uh, So right, right <laughs> like I feel like Kodak yeah, okay. rep- Kodak represents <laughs> um represents what is Kodak represents the person doing the tap dancing, but the tap dancing itself is that poem. Like, I remember you, I remember, I, f- I forgot how the poem goes. I remember whatever, whatever. I remember I had this feeling. I remember you were conflicted. Right, I using remember you, your influence.
2: Yep. Sometimes I did the same. Abusing my power full of resentment. Resentment that turned into a deep depression.
0: Cody depression. is uh, his number one fan, if you have not noticed. um, he, he would ask him to sign his tit if he ever met Kendrick Lamar. Anyways, yes, that poem. <laughs> 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 so that poem no for real the tap dancing does like kind of coincide with that poem for this album and i think it's it speaks to one of my points here too is that kendrick is just so well at lacing everything together but we'll talk about that in a few minutes though i just think I, i applaud him being able to have those moments and they keep coming back and every time you hear them or see them they make sense um, again, I can't wait until Russell finishes the rest of this album and he comes back and he's like, yo, okay, I get you. Like, it's going to be so much shit that unfolds on He's going to S- be like, three. Yes. <laughs> S- <laughs> he's going to be like, uh-uh, this is what I said last time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Did you like it? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, J. Cole has a an- new uh, <laughs> power, but you think it's... No! <laughs> <was> Super Saiyan. <laughs> Super Saiyan disagreement. <laughs> Power two? Uh, his argument is over 9,000.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's how you feel about the album, too, Cody. Um, this is the this next dimension. What? <laughs> um, so, also, my, the, the second thing that I like about this album is his willingness to explore untapped topics. If you know anything about Kendrick Lamar's music, you know... That it can tackle topics that many others might find mundane or not fun, but necessary.
2: This you album. You mean topics that people tap dancing around?
0: Right, exactly. Mm. Exactly. <clears throat> this album does not. <laughs> shy... <laughs> this album does not shy away from that, in in a manner that we have not seen before, even from him. Some of these records we've heard. Some of these <laughs> records. Um, not only deal with sensitive topics, but how these topics relate to historic specifically. Um, there are records on here that allude to Kendrick having a lesbian aunt that identifies as a man, and also a fully trans cousin. Um
2: Wait, al- men can be lesbians
0: now? You said what? You said men can be lesbians. Well, she, no, she is a lesbian because she's a woman that likes women, but she has not had a transit So she, been, she, but but she wants to be called. She was and- a woman. I, you know what? You might be right, Cody. Uh, the LGBTQ wait. alphabets. Please don't don't tackle me. I don't know if wait, I'm saying. Wait, wait, wait.
1: His aunt is, is a lesbian, but identifies as a man. Is what you said?
0: Think young, think young Ma. That's I, what I get from the verse, Young I, Ma. I, I what I
2: unless there was not a, a physical transition yet. I thought that there was that um, was a lesbian, then transitioned. So now it was a transitioned
0: i don't know if it'd be like straight male nope you
1: know it's trans male
0: yeah but but she didn't he she didn't because if you listen to the second verse where this no because if you listen to the second verse where he starts talking about his cousin he says my cousin it, yeah. my cousin took it a step further and even had the surgery before chris jenner mm-hmm. was like he so his aunt is just for lack of a better <laughs> word of stud <laughs> uh for lack of a better word of stud um
2: got it that um, makes so much more sense now that yeah it's a 13 this level is a 13
0: <laughs> so it's auntie uh, 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 and I don't even know if I'm saying stud what I am saying but stu- <laughs> um, it's auntie <laughs>
2: <laughs> auntie's a stud now <laughs> I'm sorry. Stylish.
0: <laughs> the stud now. Get the fuck out of here, Cody. Hey, listen.
2: <laughs> My cereals <in> and <laughs>
0: Listen. So his he talked about his aunt who's a stud now, and his also fully trans cousin who was a who is a tr- trans woman because um she was he she was assigned male at birth.
3: Assigned <clears throat> mail.
0: <clears> Here's <throat> your roll.
3: <laughs> <laughs> take
1: <laughs> your medal and go down to a room mother.
2: Uh but, but no, but no. People,
0: in all, in all what st- this
2: paperwork done on my Monday?
0: <laughs> he also, this is really horrible. Like they're not gonna take this here. We are gonna cancel. Man no. um, yikes. Um, he also talks about uh child molestation. Okay. Mm and having to deal with a possible sex addiction as an adult as a result of those accusations placed on him now listen this is one where we're just gonna really go quickly go into this song really quickly on mother i sober okay and i couldn't and i'm pretty sure my listening ears have me dissecting this the right way but people keep saying he talks about himself being molested in this song he does not talk, and and somebody got to really point it out what I'm missing because you gonna have to break it down bar for bar. He does not. What's wrong talk with about, you. He does not he talk. He keeps about saying women. that he's not. Yeah, he keeps saying that his family members had a person who was like molesting kids in the family. Which yes. which happens and a they... lot. Which happens a lot in the black in the black community for sure. Um, and not to say it doesn't it, I'm not saying it doesn't happen in the white community either. I'm sure it happens over across a lot of. I was of,
2: not oh, touched. But. I, <laughs> And was telling the truth, but they still didn't believe me.
0: Right, exactly, exactly. So, in his family, they had somebody who might have been touching kids, and they asked Kendrick, "Did he did he touch you?" And he said no. But his mom, who had been touched as a child, which you get into in the song, never believed him. And so in this, Chicago, right. And so this Shh. transitions to him as an adult, especially while he says he's chasing manhood and stuff on these tours. Um being over sexualized to try to compensate to say i've never been touched i'm not you know i ain't on that you know nobody was on that with me i'm a full-blown man you know because it speaks to what that if a motherfucker think you've been molested it might speak to how soft or what they think like it really there's so many different layers to the idea of a child being molested so again i'm just saying this to clear the air because i keep hearing people talk, talk about kendrick lamar said he was molested he didn't say that he he well, said,
2: these are the same people that don't understand the album.
0: Right. He said that people were feeling like, on listen him.
2: like, the NBA young boy.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs> I ain't going to this young boy, but um, <laughs> he is not necessarily saying he was molested. He's saying that they were saying he was molested, and he was trying to tell them no, but nobody believed him. And so he feels like his whole family thought that he had been touched as a child. And so that resulted in him trying to make up for that sexually as an adult. Which, again, regardless of what he was saying in the song, the fact that we are, he is tapping through and working through this on a hip-hop record speaks volumes. Mm -hmm. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, the fact he's able to really look at this and say, this is what was going on, speaks volumes. Plus he had, (laughs) uh, 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 what's her name? Beth Gibson from Portishead? On this, which is like trip, like like this was just a, such a it was such a great feature, such a great vibe on that record. It was just a crazy record with that he uh, crazy that he put that together in his record. Um, Hip hop has always dealt with critical pieces of society and in particular black people, but what we see here is Kendrick opening up on a level that some might be afraid to. This makes for life changing musical moments on this album. Just flat out like that like that record to me is just an amazing record. The last thing that I really find is, is so amazing about this album is the cohesive, cohesiveness or the, his ability to stay on topic. <clears throat> Kendrick is arguably once one of the greatest writers of his generation. One of the most impressive things about his writing is that when, he, when creating an album, he has a way of making every record tie into the concept without flaw. Okay? When you listen to this album, there is nothing <clears throat> that is there for no reason. If you follow along with the concept of the album, you will find that there is a theme of not only healing, but also a very obvious push for us to seek therapy. Okay? And which is what Cody was speaking about with him <clears throat> um, having a therapy session with, I forgot the therapist's name, but he's like a worldwide
2: therapist. Eckhart totally. Yeah. He's that, like, that like an amazing. Uh, he's not, I didn't even know like he could be. Dude, he's at the level where I'm. Kendrick must, be so big to have connections like that because it's like,
0: well, he is. I
2: don't know the words.
0: He won a Pulitzer Prize, like that. That shit that like shit like that happens for the critical thinkers. Like, of course he's. That's
2: it's like meeting the Pope. How about that?
0: That's what I'm saying though. People don't realize how big Kendrick Lamar is. For your album to win, no,
2: he he's like what five eight. Five, five, five. Ten, I don't know, 5'6". Five, 5'5". Five, five. Five, five Wow. I was just trying
0: to make a joke. Yeah, he's like five. He's like five five, I believe. <clears throat> Him and Wayne. Midget. Um but anywho, they speak like he is far bigger than I think people conceptualize or people really understand. Because when you take a rap album and you wanna pull the surprise for that album, that's this is the first rap album to ever do that. Like, people don't understand, like, how big. I, that's when I knew Kendrick was something. Like, I always feel like, yeah, okay, Kendrick's a top hip-hop nigga. But when he won that Pulitzer Prize, even though I don't, like, damn like that. I'm not saying damn's a bad album, but I just don't connect with it the way other people did. For it to win a Pulitzer Prize means he's on the radar of something else in his world. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's next level Transcendence. It's it's past rap. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's really people don't understand a pull it like that's big. That's huge. Um, it's
2: like meeting the pope.
0: Like, yeah, <laughs> what yeah. So if you follow, if you follow that. along with the concept of the album, you'll find there's a, a need for. Like he's speaking for us to to pushing for us to seek therapy, he makes sure to keep that in mind with all the records from the opening record, like "United in Grief." He speaks about ways about the ways in which we all cope with issues in different manners and how, but how those can all be wrong, and he builds on how that can be wrong throughout the other records, even the next track, "In '95." This track blatantly attacks those that a lot of people tend to get escape from his fellow peers in music and entertainment so it's all about us having issues and how are we getting past those issues and then it's like our, he's like i'm buying cars i'm you know fucking bitches on tour i agree different but that's wrong he goes in the n95 he's talking to us now he's like listen these motherfuckers lying to you that's why that whole that whole who you think they talking about? Talking about us. Who you think they copy off? Copy off us. Like, the whole idea of the song is like, you motherfuckers, be lying to them. Stop doing He's Like, he talking to Drake, and uh, not not necessarily Drake himself, but like, all those motherfuckers in front of us that's not giving us the real, he's like, y'all dumbasses, stop it. And then he goes, like, he, the whole album is giving Jake examples of, of, of him showing that we are using other ways to tap dance around the truth until you get into the second half of the album where he starts having those tie-ins where he's talking to the, to Eckhart uh, Tolle. That's his name? Eckhart Tolle?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yes. He's talking to that guy on the album, um, which he only met because he got a Pulitzer Prize, so there you go. Um, <clears throat> what That's okay. <laughs> it's like meeting the Pope. He continues this uh, <laughs> journey of self-examination. Pope now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Pope is a man now. The Pope is a man now. Um, It'd be funny if the Pope was a woman now. That'd be crazy. Um, But he is not your senior. Exactly, he continues this journey of self-examination throughout the experience. So, Rich Spirit, looking at what he's currently is like, looking at what he's currently dealing with within himself and his current space in life, and how he tries to to stay sane, and even telling listeners on the last track that he is likely to pull away from rap to choose himself and his own sanity. That's what the last track, "Mary," is all about. After listening to to it multiple times, um there are many examples of how he writes about self-awareness and literally learning how to deal with struggle in a healthy manner but but in that is that the fact that he crafts these works within the right boundaries of this album everything here fits the narrative of the album no matter the vibe it is sticking to the theme of self-reflection self-healing and doing it in both the wrong way and doing it in the right way every record
2: like a bisexual
0: Yes, Cody. Yes. I'm sorry that was um, true. <laughs> um totally threw me off. Uh in, to, in a world in a, God a damn tip it, of dragonfly. Right. <laughs> in a rap world where random lines invade a song and songs have no real topic, this is refreshing to hear from one of the kings. That's what I love about this album. No matter how you feel about it, it's cohesive. Everything is a you know, it's like you if you Get a bone removed outside of your tailbone, which I don't understand why we even still have those, but whatever. If you get a bone removed out of your fucking hand, it's going Your hand is not going to function the same way it should. No matter what, it could be the small, it could be the t- tip of your pinky, whatever. It might you might still be able to use your hand, but it's missing a piece. And I think the album here, he does a really good job of everything. Here is supposed to be here, it, and it, it flows well. Overall, overall, this album is amazing. There are so many layers to peel back like an onion here that I could literally spend a month dissecting and providing commentary for this work. It is a strong body of work and I have yet to point to point out <clears throat> that it is actually a double album. I've said it was split into two parts, but this is actually a double album for you guys that didn't understand the two parts thing. Um, which a lot of the greats tend to have from Tupac and even Biggie if you consider him a great and even his current day counterpart Drizzy has a double album. There are a lot of positive messages and really important things to be heard and learned from Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Now, with all that being said, there are hiccups in this on this album. The main one for me truthfully is the replay value. The songs are amazing pieces of music. Epic pieces of music even at times and fit together well. However, with the type of songs and the type of vibes that they create, they are not, are not necessarily the easiest to put on and digest while riding around all the time or cleaning the house or even turning up. Which, no matter what you want to say or how you want to slice it, is an important function of music. Some of these songs, while even riding around to them, can be heavy on the soul. Like Mother I Sober or We Cry Together. Again, important songs for the culture. Important songs really for the album. can't really bump to that, though. You said you what?
2: said you can't really bump to that, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right. listen. Important songs for the culture. Important songs to the album. But heavy to put on for a good vibe. And while he has upbeat songs on this album, it is not nearly enough to counteract the other things <laughs> That he has going on here. A perfect example of what I mean, We Cry Together, which had a record setting fall from debuting at number sixteen on the billboard charts to falling to number ninety-seven, falling eighty-one spots. It's record breaking. While the numbers can be while numbers can always be misleading and you should never judge a, a, a work on its numbers and yada yada, it speaks to the fact that these records can be heavy to play over and over. We wanted to hear it. We tuned in to hear it. We needed to hear it. It's important that we hear it. It's if you... I said it when it first came out. I'm sick of the fucking internet male-female debates. Bitches telling niggas what they need to do. And niggas telling bitches what they need to do. And where and all Shut the fuck up. All y'all. All y'all are stupid.
2: So you're telling them what to do?
0: Right. Yeah. All you, all <laughs> you stupid motherfuckers are being told to do. Stop doing that on the internet. But that's what, this, that's what the record is. The record is... This is what he said. This is what the world sounds like. And it's two people. Fucking screaming, having the male female debate. That's what it is. It, on on uh, at first glance, it's a uh, at first glance, it's a relationship. The grander scheme is it's men versus women that we debate. That's which is why I why this is what the world sounds like. And then you see in that verse, she's talking about you niggas don't you Harvey Weinstein like it's they're putting they do exactly what they're doing on the internet. She's putting every transgression a male has ever made onto Kendrick, and he's putting how. Women for every transgression or everything he sees a woman has done wrong about you, bitches don't really like each other. You bitches complaining just complaining. To, he's putting that onto his partner, and that song for that reason is so important. But it is not something that you. I don't wake up on Saturday morning, and start making eggs and, and an omelet and, and fucking waffles, and be like, you know what? I'm gonna put on We cry Qu- we Qu- Together. Not necessarily. I did it when it first came out, but by the second or third week, I'm like. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go straight to Silent Hill and give me that little bump and I'm gonna go to Mm -hmm. something else you know know what I'm saying like you can't you can't really do that with a lot of records on here unless you're like mentally just ready to be like on some like Malcolm X or Martin Luther King like spiritual type of shit daily also because of this this album because the album is so connected it's hard to pick up one record without the others this is an experience you must usually 9% of the time 90% of the time I didn't want to play this album from the middle I didn't want to play the album from the middle I didn't want to skip to Silent Hill or skip to N95 I wanted to start from the beginning because you have to move through the entire album as a unit man Mm -hmm. so this is an experience we must have together or it feels incomplete so because (laughs) because of this okay (laughs) Because of this I, because of this, I what give this I give this album a solid eight point five. Oh. A solid eight point five. And I was gonna say I was gonna say a solid eight, but it's just it's so masterful and it it's so such a beautiful work, it really deserves that that rating of the eight point five. But after so sitting, it's... after let me let me finish this part. After sitting with it. It is not without blemish. I, it's an amazing piece of work, but it does not. But you cannot skip over that. Its functionality as a piece of music can be rough, and that is the issue. That's why it can. It would not. It's one of my favorite Kendrick albums, but it's not a perfect album. Just the same. Way, same way. Um, I loved. I think uh uh uh, uh Electronica's album two years ago. Fucking uh, A Written Testimony one of the greatest things to ever happen but musically <laughs> as a piece of music i had to give it a seven five because it, it, it messes up musically but it makes my spirit sing. so that's how i feel with this this has some good stuff on it but as a functioning piece of music it can be rough so regardless of how you feel about the album or even mr morale kendrick himself one thing is for sure he will always be a top dog in hip-hop history
2: <laughs> but but not really because he's not part of top dog anymore
0: but he will always be a top dog in hip-hop history. You did not get willing to sit there. Cody, you were fucking up the...
2: Or is it history? because history
0: used to be a man now. Or would, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and now it's time for...
2: Russell
3: Prosity. Russell
2: Prosity. <laughs> All
3: right. <Mm-mm>. All left.
1: <laughs> Let's dive in.
0: I'll hell
2: Hitler. Ooh, let's not do that.
0: <laughs> that. You're?
2: That's twice today. Come on. Think before we talk, right? I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> you're not where you want to be. You feel like you're supposed to be somewhere else. I saw this quote, or I heard this quote, I should say. Um, when I was on the little Facebook reels... And it was from a movie called Passengers. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, but the bartender gives some um, very uh, deep advice. And, and this quote really stuck out to me. Um, you're not where you want to be. You feel like you're supposed to be somewhere else. It seems perfectly human to desire to be anywhere but here. Uh, wishing for other places, whether we think the other place is better safer more lucrative more relaxing more filled with opportunity we seem sometimes to not be satisfied with what we have and i think that's in part with what we see others with as well as the gnawing dread of the rise of everything quote-unquote necessary is it wrong to want more or desire better
2: i don't believe yes absolutely facts i'm just
1: kidding (laughs) i don't believe it is actually (laughs) I think it is what makes us inherently human and gives us the drive to do those things that we normally wouldn't from a state of comfort. Um, But do we have to beat ourselves up for that desire? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, There's a fine line between ambition and greed. Um, Sounds kind of like the American dream, Uh, the pursuit of all the shit I want because I'm entitled to have them, Uh, but I digress. Here's a question for you. What are some things you may have wanted and have at some point received or achieved? A boat.
0: You said some things that we may have wanted or have wanted achieved. at
1: some point and then you've received or achieved them.
0: Um
2: a healthier relationship. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, good. That, that,
0: is, that is very good. Yeah.
2: I feel like good. that. could That's right now like my biggest flex that I feel like.
1: And that's definitely a flex in this time period. Right, for
0: mm-hmm. sure, For sure. sure, <laughs> Um. Things I wanted. I'm trying to think. Now. Um. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy. I no, nah, Um. No. Seriously. I.
2: What'd you call me? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Mill. I think we had this uh-huh. conversation before.
0: <laughs> um. No, I yeah.
2: Mill no, can't pussy. <laughs> oh, not that. <laughs> one, Love special
0: sauce. <laughs> um. I don't know, man. Uh. I, uh. I guess we're talking about. How about co- company? How about what?
2: Your company. company. I like guess not in the aspect of like. You. I don't think I've heard you say in the past that you wanted to have your own company, you know. But like the fact that you're not, as Tia said in the chat yesterday, tied down to the American corporation, is, you know. That
0: is, yeah. You know what? Thank you for pointing it out, Cody. I I was kind of blanking for a little bit, but you're right. I've always hated having to function in somebody else's like rules or like
2: constructs. Constructs. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And so I think having my own business, I have to make my own. I have to function within my own, but um, <laughs> holy shit. But um, thank you. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. That Like, I didn't, I didn't desire necessarily to own a company, but I desire to not be under someone's thumb, and I'm on, and now I'm under my own, you know. He's like, but my boss is still a dick. Right, exactly. <laughs> that, that rich prick. Um.
1: To that transition.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> my Ooh. boss is now a man now. Um. um but yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that is... Thank you. That is a, something that I wanted to achieve. I Also, I'm thinking like material things. Let me go back real quick. Because I just figured out before right, right before Cody was going to say that. So yes, having my own company, basically being able to run my own shit, be my own boss. But something else.
2: Owning your getting, own car. Having your own tools. Yes,
0: that what I was going to say. No. Getting wanting my credit to be better enough to be able to purchase and to make an adult purchase you know do
2: I think you want I'm, me to speak for you that
0: yeah i do actually cody's my new, <laughs> cody's my new like handler i don't know if i want well i won't say that but yeah
2: you've used terms in the past like um white slave
0: yeah cody's my white slave <laughs> he's my <laughs> weedler looking ass um Mm-hmm. What do we do, baby? Um. So yeah, no. I my, something I was my credit, get, making sure my credit was right and well enough to be able to actually mm-hmm. purchase a new car, like same year off the lot. That is one of my biggest flexes in my adult life because I didn't think that I don't play by the rules, and so in not playing by the rules, you do things like fuck up your credit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you know you don't. Mm-hmm. i have falling into the not. Nah, I won't say trap, but like I'm so anti. Following people's rules and shit, that you can, you know, fuck up certain shit. And I learned to dance enough within the rules and still be myself and shit to be able to do adult things. And that is what I'm proud of. So thank you for this question. And fact thank you for, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Really, really, because <laughs> it's dancing around the fucking fact that I really don't want to do any of this shit. But, you know.
2: Hey, but. and one of the most, I mean, I'm not, don't get this twisted because I'm proud of you for a lot of things, but one of the most things I was most proud of you for was, uh, doing your taxes like from how long and stuff you know getting all that caught up in a row
0: yeah yeah that was it's insane man and it worked out in my benefit so yeah man i do it's like doing that type of shit though like that was the first that was the first step that was like me getting my credit right me doing my taxes which actually helped to give me the down payment for my car like all these different things um i guess so i guess what i'm most proud of that i've (laughs) cheated is maturity enough in the sense to realize what's important to me in order to get it done so there we go there we go
1: okay um were those things something that made you feel satisfied or inspired you to desire or seek more
0: just for each of us Call yeah you first I
2: feel for the first satisfied fulfilled. Pleasant, happy,
0: content. Back I, to you, Alex. I, at first, I felt satisfied. Damn, you gonna, greedy are bitch! Are we gonna turn this into fucking uh, Eckhart Tolle thing? Okay, um, at first.
2: I hey, we satisfied. all grieve different.
0: Right. <laughs> I buy Y'all grieve different. Right. <laughs> I grieve different. Huh. Um, I was at first satisfied. And then, I was
2: petrified.
0: The thinking I could never live with the car by my side. Uh, I, I was, I was satisfied at first, and then I was like, "What now, though?" Because you do you do I keep now I have to keep you know what I'm saying like now I have to keep my credit good. It's kind of like working out and like losing weight and shit. Like I've heard so many times that losing weight once you put your mind to it, losing weight is easy. It's keeping the weight off that is the hardest, which
2: I feel like there's a difference between being, I guess, greedy and being complacent. You know, like you're if you're at a goal, like a weight goal or if you got your credit to a certain point, it doesn't sound like right now you're talking about like, I want my credit to be better now or I want to lose even more weight. That's not what you're saying, but you do have to continually keep working hard. It's not like my job's done, you know,
0: right, right, right.
1: Yep. But there's also there's also Arguing. a sense of ambition <clears throat> because uh, a lot of people, when there's a weight, um they, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> they, they want to lose even more weight um, in a healthy manner, not b- because they're obsessed with, you know, oh, i got to lose all this weight. You know, I feel this way. You know, there's there's also the um, mentality behind why they're they're doing what they're doing. Um, For me, it was my uh, diploma, my uh, degree. Um, It was something that I really wanted to achieve. Um, I wanted to get my bachelor's as I felt like I missed an important step along the path of life. Um, And then once again, uh, to my previous uh, statement, it's because of what I saw as far as other people it's like all oh, my friends had their bachelor's degrees and they were working on their masters or they had their doctorates and stuff like that. And it's not that I wanted to go to their level as far as that goes, but I felt like having a bachelor's degree would be a good step for me as far as what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. So that was like the first step I wanted to do. Um, I could also equ- equivalent, uh, or, uh, equate that to, um, when I got my first car and it was like my car, it was, it was, I was responsible for the payments and um, it was signed in my name and all that stuff. Um, it was like, I finally have the freedom to do what I want. I don't have to rely on people for a ride. I don't have to call people and be on their time. I can go where I want be there at the time I want to be. Um, Cause one thing I, I hate is I hate being late. I hate being late. Like <laughs> it, like, I hate it to my core. Like I could have been on time. And because of this, this, this and this, I wasn't with me having my own car. I get to choose the time that I want to be where I want to be. Um, it could stem out of control or pride, pride or I'm ego, <laughs> but, and that too, because there's sometimes where I'm like, I'm not going to show up at this time because I know if I do, these certain things are ex- expected of me and they shouldn't be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so I get to choose when I stay, when I leave, and having that freedom to me was important. Um, Also, you know, um, having my bachelors, it gives me the ambition to be like, okay. um, Especially since where I'm working now, I tend to always fall into the role of the area in which I've gotten my degree. So it's like, I'm already doing this work. I should be getting paid for it. Right.
0: You know what I mean? Yep, for sure, for sure.
1: Um, and so that is what pushes my ambition to be like, okay, I'm applying for this, I'm applying for this, I'm applying for this because I want to be in my field not only because I enjoy doing that, but because I want to get paid doing that. And also I want to build experience in doing that because in doing it, you get better. You get more proficient. One more thing that was a big thing for me was getting my own place. Um, because you know, I stayed with my parents for a while after a bunch of different things, uh, a bunch of different experiences, and I'm like, I just wanted to have my own space because in therein I could um maintain the peace that I want. Hmm. And I got the apartment, and it's very comfortable. Would I want something bigger? Yes, and no. Um, I'm happy in my own space, I can create. My peace, I can relax in this peaceful atmosphere. I can maintain that feeling at my own pace. Um, It really has become like my fortress of solitude or my bat cave or whatever reference works for you uh, to the point that I can entertain those I care about in a simple manner that allows them also to be at peace. Um, It's what I wanted, but I do desire. More space to do more with that, and to uh, be able to allow more people to come over and just have more facilities um, to be able to be used. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it does. It does.
2: It does. In- independency and privacy are so important. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. I remember. Dude, it's crazy. I so early on throughout life when I was like coming up, child, my, my dead mother. Miss you. Um, she got on my nerves. Like, even from, like, a very <laughs> very early age, I was like, I said so much to her. I said, when I get grown, I'm going to, or it's like, when I get older, I can't wait to move out. And I said that from, like, age eight, like, at least, like, once a year. Just, I would get mad and be like, man, I can't wait to move out. And when I turned 17, I started, like, not on. Age home. eight? Yeah, no, from age eight, yeah. <laughs> I just didn't, because I don't like, I don't like rules and not and I'm not saying that my mom was illogical or anything like that because you we all were, were kids we hate our parents you know you, you hate certain things that your parents make you do but I always I, what I'm going to say is going to sound like you little shit but I always like mm.
2: <laughs> they all grieve different
0: mom like and I love again I love my mama bro I love my mom don't get this don't get I but I can say this now I was always like mom you stupid like, <laughs> like on some, like on some, like this don't make no like and looking back Looking back as an adult, I've looked back on this multiple times and I wasn't wrong because they were always, they were always telling me like, okay, like aunts, uncles, mom, even when I was an adult, they were like, you are always smarter.
3: <laughs>
0: right. That's right, baby. You were always <laughs> smarter than we tried to, like, we couldn't do certain shit around you. It couldn't be like this because you were smart. You knew what was going on. They said that as an adult, they were like, we couldn't pull none over your... So when, as a kid, when you're being told this, this, then, the third, and I'm like, no, nah, y'all fucking lying because I see you in there doing that. So like, I would be, from a kid, I was like, when I get grown, I can't wait to just be able to be on my own and move out because, my you on bullshit. But I love you. But, I love you like a motherfucker, but you on bullshit. And in doing so.
2: They're like, you're going to have to have responsibilities. You're like, no, fuck you. And then 10 <laughs> years later, you're like, I should probably do my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. They were kind of right sometimes.
0: Um, right, right, right. The tax thing. Um, but yeah, so like from an early age, man. I wanted Scootoo to <laughs> wanted to get out into my own space. And when I turned 17, I pretty much stopped coming home. I just started like staying at my girlfriend's house. And by the time I was 18, um, or the second half of my, you know, I, I was 18 for like, for like it was three years.
3: Three, it was like, <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> like three years.
0: A few. A few <laughs> my, I was 18 for a few months before I got a job and we started apartment hunting. But I, but I we signed the lease. Um, while I was eighteen to move into our first apartment, so I had my first apartment, I moved into my first apartment at eighteen, like a month before I turned nineteen, but that was like I was eighteen um, and I had been working on that the entire time because I just didn't want to be in other people's spaces. I had been in my mom's space, I had been in then left my mom and moved into my girl moved in with my girlfriend's people, but I was still in their space and didn't like them too much either, so it's because it, it, uh, man. This is weird. Because freedom and privacy. Looking, right. Looking back, bro, adults be lying, bro. And it's like, I don't want to be that adult. Now I'm just having a self-reflection moment. I'm sorry, guys. Now I don't want to be that adult to my kid because I've experienced so many adults trying to like, because just trying to put me in a place of I'm an adult, so you should just not speak on this. But it's like, nah, bro, y'all be lying. Y'all be on bullshit. And I know y'all be on bullshit because I'm an adult now and I be on bullshit from time to time. So, yeah, this story was about me getting my own place at 18 and shit. And
2: this escalated. Yeah. Very incredible. I yeah. can't <laughs> believe you ate the whole wheel of cheese. <laughs> I
0: agree different. Um, yes. Yeah, so, sorry. Continue, Russell.
2: <laughs>
1: no. um, I, I think. Uh, <laughs> a podcaster. Uh, <laughs> com- was a woman, no, no. <laughs> But I think that's very, that's very important. Um, I think when once you come into the <laughs> conscience of rules, um, there's one or two things that happens, and they usually follow each other. The one thing is to um, reject those rules because we think we know better. It's, it's, I guess it's just a part of growing up. And then once you get into your own space, you kind of realize that those rules are necessary. And so especially when, you know, you have the experience of dealing with children, and then you realize your own upbringing, and it's like, okay, so I want to do the good things that happened to me to push me to be who I am, but I don't want to to incorporate the bad things. And then you, you look at it as like, are they, are they really bad? Um, were they just boundaries for me that I did not adhere to? And it's kind of a whole process that you go through in your mind where you're like okay so we'll do this we're we're trying to do this and then you find yourself falling into the habits of your parents because that's all you know that's all you're you've um studied up on quote unquote because it's what you live through um so as you know better you try to do better and it's mostly the experience that teaches you what you should and shouldn't do um the thing i had to learn when i got to the to that stage of like being conscious of rules is that my parents at the time were learning how to be parents. I was their, I was their firstborn, so they were learning how to be parents at that time. They were learning things and using their own experiences to try and um, correct me in the in the right way and to make me a decent adult. Um, So then when you look back at it on that, you think, okay, they were just a couple of kids who were trying to get it right themselves. Um, So there's gonna be some mistakes. There's probably going to be some necessary therapy all around um, that needs to happen in order to um, heal those wounds that um, were accidentally inflicted, um, that I inflicted on myself. Um, There's a lot that needs to be unpackaged and repackaged properly so that it doesn't continue to do damage.
0: This is fair this is fair you know what's crazy dog about that idea of um about that idea of like parents and them learn how to be parents bro i something that i learned recently over the last few years in my life um that my, my girlfriend often talks about is that parents are people too
3: mm-hmm.
0: and it's like you don't you don't even looking back at how i just talked about my my mom, the, I love. First of all, I just wanted to get this out of the way. I love my mo- fucking mother, but she know me and her got on each other's nerves or something at times. Time when she was here, and she knows that. Um, but it took me a while. It took my own adult experiences. Um, you know, even things like experimental drugs, all this other shit. It took my adult experiences mm-hmm. to be like, oh my god, under while what you did was irritating, and still mm-hmm. and still functioning. F- n- like, functionally illogical at times. Mm. I can see why worries about the world, bills, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: fucking um, even my mom was a human, so she had insecurities and things, you know, stresses that Mm -hmm. we have. And I'm like, looking Mm -hmm. back, I'm like, bro, I understand why you might have did that shit. Mm
3: -hmm. Or
0: needed to do that shit to escape. You know, I'm like, all that shit, I start to understand, like, okay, you still got on my goddamn nerves, but I get it, though. Like, you ain't, I get what you, you know, why it happened like that. You feel know I me? Mean? Like, that's, and that's the thing is remembering that your parents, they didn't have no, like you said, they were learning how to be parents. They didn't have no fucking guidebook to the, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just were humans doing human shit. And now all of a sudden they're also humans with a baby. So, yeah, man, that's, that's why that you said that because I, I'm learning to accept that fact about my history with my parents more and more to the point where my relationship with my father is so solid because I hated certain shit he did as a kid but it's like bro I know exactly why you had to be how you had to be type shit so mm-hmm.
2: there is a lot of things and I'm not saying works so or helps all the time um, but a lot of times when you're talking about getting like frustrated with things or life or work or this and that it's like you just, you know, you get caught up in the moment.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's what, what really causes the frustration when you re- if you really just, like, it sounds so cliche, but pause, stop, take a minute, breathe, reflect. Like, mm-hmm. it, you'll be able to make uh, a lot smarter decisions. Right.
3: Versus. Right. All
1: right. so going along the, the same line of the, the passengers movie there were there's a couple of things that were in there that were just like so um, so deep and so
3: uh,
1: so expansive as far as what they could mean, how you could apply them. Um, one thing that popped up to me and I, and I, I thought about it um, if you could snap your fingers and be anywhere, where would you go?
2: The grocery store. I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> That's definitely... It's gas. Fuck Anywhere? Mm-hmm.
0: Anywhere.
1: Ooh, While the Tolo's yes. are outside. Right. Being <laughs> 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 you know
0: what? New Zealand. Shakira, Shakira. Oh, hmm. I've
2: Zealand? always wanted to go, and I don't know if I'll ever be able to because I heard for like one ticket round trip is like eight to twelve thousand dollars oh jesus
0: eight to twelve thousand
2: dollars <laughs> it's yeah i don't know if i think i don't know if it's the one plane ticket or if that's like the whole extravaganza kind of thing but it's like yeah if you don't have that don't plan on going you
0: know You'll go one day, Cody. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I No, you'll well, go. I don't
2: know how to snap my fingers, so I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> well, at least do
1: your steps. Right. You
2: do it all
0: the <laughs> uh, No, Cody. Um, I'm just, then I'm, I will, I'm, if you can help me out, I'll buy you a drink. I will, no, I'm going to tell you right now. That's, uh, that's a goal for you. We're going to get you to New no, Zealand. No, you
2: that, don't get to choose my goals. You grieve different.
0: No, no. no <laughs> you're, you're grieving in New Zealand. <gasps> now, <laughs> I, I... Don't touch me. I... I <laughs> What the fuck? I don't. You know what? Um, <laughs> I am. Wait a minute. Pause. Why do you laugh like Scooby Doo, bro? <laughs> no, I don't. What'd you do? <laughs> like what the fuck?
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> that's the one. yeah, that's not how I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you
0: did there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. I think I would if I could snap I say some fingers and be anywhere. It would not necessarily be a place. Well, if we're talking about places, it'd be Japan, Old Zealand. But if I could snap you my said fingers, Japan? yeah, Japan. I want to go like the same way you feel about New Zealand. I want to go there, and I and I this will be going. This kid that never watches anime
2: makes fun of him. Fuck okay, anime.
0: Um, See, but you want to go j- Japan? Japan, <laughs> Japan. I like video games. Um, <laughs> 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 don't just, don't, I saw somebody yesterday look exactly like this, bro, bro. No. no Anyways, um. I would if I had a, a place to go, it would be Japan. If I could snap my fingers and go somewhere though. Medieval times. It would actually be Um Just, bitch. It would either be the year twenty twelve or 19, <laughs> 1999. Um Reason being, so you either want good kid, Mad City, or you want to party
2: like it's 1999 and Y2K. Well,
0: 1999 as a kid was an interesting year because in the beginning of 99, um, I got PlayStation. Like I have this, this uh, very, very interesting memory. So tax time came around 1999. We hadn't. We 98 was a r- really weird year for us. Um, my parents had got got into some mess, um, and they were locked up the entire summer. So we lived in Milwaukee with my grandma um and
2: was this you said at one point you lived in madison right
0: i was yes so i we were living in madison some stuff happened and my, my dad went to jail and then some some other stuff happened and my mom went to jail and so for the summer of 1998 for three months we lived in milwaukee with my grandmother um towards the fall started the school year we had to come back and you, our parents were together and they are both out now and they have found a place for us to live all that shit so we back in the 98 we didn't really have that big of a christmas i remember it like 98 it was a couple items, but it wasn't that big tax time comes around january february and moms go crazy because it was such a rough year for us the year prior so mom gets me a plate like i got i got uh, so she
2: grieved different with guilt and yeah, she wanted to make yeah, it up to you yeah, guys
0: yeah 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 and i and you listen michelle i appreciate that shit because that shit really we, we went you went crazy i appreciate that shit i got uh crash
2: bandicoot all is yep. forgiven
0: i got i got that i got mortal kombat uh uh fucking um uh, bunch of shit bro bunch of games i got a a, a leather everex jacket bro um fed hat i think the only pair of like No, my brother got some Jordans. It was like like we went to the mall and had a fucking field day. And it was one of the best moments of my life. But my family, for a little bit, we were in a very... For a few months, we were in a very... I don't know, man. Like a very just nice space. That didn't last, obviously. But for a few months, we were just in a very nice space. And I remember that often in my childhood. In 2012, my mom died. But I'm not gonna even front to you. What I started doing in 2012 was like... I was already doing drugs but i started like experimenting with like molly and shit and i just had a lot of good high moments a lot of good high moments in 2012 it was just like i was man i was going to school i was rapping i was i was in school in college rapping getting homework done and just like my life was moving in such a rapid pace but i was always like fucked up and it was always like everything i was doing even when i was writing papers right right exactly everything i was doing i was both right. of these years sounds
2: kind of depressing. <laughs>
0: no, no tr- trust me, trust me. I was. Yes. 1990... I mean, except for
2: the PlayStation part, but still, like the before and after like
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. if I but if I could go back like, to 1999, because those... both my parents got locked lactob- up.
2: No, uh, see, you're not. You're not even listening. To... And
0: then I found a lot of drugs. You're not even yeah. listening to the story because my parents got locked lactob- up what, in '98. I... No, I said I want go to go. to '98. Yeah. So for three months,
2: so I, I didn't have a to. PlayStation.
0: <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, I would go back to nine because I remember nineteen ninety nine being just a really like nice. We had a really like nice cloud over us for that mo- that moment in time. And in two thousand twelve, I was like Thank unhappy, but then really happy at the end. So it's like yeah, whatever, cool. So yes, I often think about those when I think about like I remember I mean, speaking out loud, it sounds weird to other people, but in my heart of hearts, I had fun at those moments because shit around me had been bad, and then you had these moments of like, oh okay, well. Now I'm happy and I'm doing what I like to do and I got, you know, shit going on that I actually enjoy. So it's kind of both of those years where had moments where they were like the, the kind of the peak after a like a really low low. So that's just how I feel. But man, Russell, what next? What a uh, 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 fucking Russell proxy this is, huh? <laughs> you
3: son yeah, of
1: this. It's a. It's a- Your therapy session. No, um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) so... Hey, man, uh, you're coming up with the answers. Don't (laughs) this (laughs) one.
1: I've always felt myself not fixed to one place when this question comes up. There would probably be anywhere from three to 15 choices, depending on the day, uh, when I try to answer this question. Um... It'd be like Fiji or Hawaii or, you know, want to go back to Spain, want to go back to Paris, blah, blah, blah. Australia. Oh, oh. No, fuck Australia. I'm not to, going there. Back
0: to Spain. Back to Paris. Okay, he tried to stunt real quick. I feel
1: it. All right, whatever. <clears throat> well, not really. I think I've, I've already told y'all this, haven't I? Did uh,
0: you to Spain and Paris? I don't think so.
1: Yeah, during, during school. It was the school trips. Um, yeah, they were, um, because I took um, French 1, 2, and 3, and then they put me in Spanish 2 the next year. Oh. I went to his races, uh, <laughs> speeches, whatever. It is the same. No, the fuck it's not. Um,
0: it's absolutely
1: not. Fucking agents. No offense, <laughs> Cody. Um, the one half. Um, uh, so it, there was never like one sim- simple place I could go. And so, you know, of course, my mind. So if I don't have a fixed point, it doesn't mean I'm not happy or that I would not be happy because it's not a definite single choice? Does it make me greedy? Does it make me ambitious? Does that even matter? Um, And I find these questions that kind of circle um, very interesting, Uh, one, because they lead me to more questions or to uh, confusion and problem solving and then more questions, and then two, because it keeps me thinking about the path I take while considering my feelings along the the way, you know, mind things. And then I think, you know, what what the hell is the point of this? Anyway, does there have to be a point? Some of us have these conversations and similar conversations with ourselves to determine an answer or a direction, while some of us do so to prevent an outcome. Um, that's a subtly morbid way of introducing that perspective uh, if you caught on to that. But the fact exists that this concept is is – is human. It's it's humanity, or humane to be thinking of all these things all at once. You don't necessarily have to have the answer. You don't necessarily have to have the direction. Um, the ambition. The the achievements, being erratic, being frail, being fragile, being strong, being persistent, uh, being weak, being good, being terrible, um, being huge sacks of proteins, chemicals, electricity, and space <laughs> materials that can do great and awful things. Um, the many descriptions I've heard of what we are often inspire me and usually change my perspective on who we are, or who we can be. Um, because we are that magnificent, we can also be equally that malevolent. Uh, We can both be a plague and a boon. We can both be a blessing and a curse. Um, And it's really about how we package that, how we approach that. Um, That being said, let us not be shy about how we really feel, especially about ourselves, and push ourselves to understand those feelings while finding the triggers and source if they be feelings that cause us to be down. Um, then let us work on elevating those feelings day by day minute by minute let us really work to be the light the lighter side of humanity especially when it seems that we're seeing more of the dark side now
0: okay huh okay well, i i gotta say i uh really enjoyed this uh, i gotta say i really enjoyed this one this was a uh, Pretty, pretty good. I ain't going for my shit. I gotta say, this segment, uh, McCoy made me even
2: more depressed. <laughs> I think he needs a hug. I think. Apparently,
0: you as need as a hug from do. multiple years.
1: Do.
0: Um, so I don't have a fucked up story of the week uh, this week. I do. Week. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. During during the music segment, um, I, I saw this <laughs> oh, on God. Facebook. Oh. Texas
2: oh. rapper with lyrics about robbing ATMs. Arrested for robbing ATM. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, I think that's funny. But that's <laughs> uh, That's the funniest headline. I don't even think I need to read more. Cause, I mean, I did. It was a short article, but that summed it up. Four Texans were arrested in, in, in Nashville, so T.S. got tested. <laughs> got arrested when he was... Mis- that cannot talk. Busy McCoy. <laughs> After allegedly carrying out a plot to rob an ATM technician, according to the Metro Nashville Police Department, they have names here, Darius Dugas, Dugas, I don't know, (laughs) Shesh, Sanchru Dugas, oh Oh, my god. Whatever, these four dudes, uh, probably, unless they were men, women, aunties, were arrested (laughs) on Monday after checking out a motel in Dixon, Tennessee, police said. Uh, Riley is a YouTuber from Houston who posted a music video with lyrics about robbing ATMs out of state, according to Fox26. In a song called Make It Home, Riley raps about having thousands of dollars in his car, avoiding the police, a a police chase and making it home. Quote, (laughs) the president of uh, the Houston Police Officer Union said, quote, if you're going to rap about it, then turn around and be about it and get caught. That's on you. You shouldn't do stupid crap. You definitely shouldn't violate the law and talk about it.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, okay. listen. Speaking because this brings up another fucked up story of the week. Young Thug is, um, is yeah, is locked up on a Rico charge. Huge. If you guys have not, uh, I'm sure you guys have. have you have been unless you've been under a rock for the last month.
2: Rico love.
0: He was locked up. Um, on some Rico that, uh, like why I don't know any of this shit. Can you explain for us, okay. for me and the listeners? Okay. <laughs> so really quick, really briefly, YSL, which is his record label, Young in Life. Him and about um, 28, 27 to 28 other people were locked up on 56 charges of um, basically the RICO charge, which is a RICO charge was something that was created to bring down the mafia. Mm-hmm. It basically allows a person to, if one person in the group does something, that even if
1: they... Them, Able of staying from doing the act themselves. If they order the act, they get the charge as well.
0: Yeah. If they, yeah. if you're in a group that benefited from the act, so if you, if if two people in a, in your gang sells drugs and puts it into the gang pot of money or whatever, you all can get charged with conspiracy to sell mm-hmm. drugs, even if you didn't do it. That's how Rico, the Rico Act works. Um. So apparently they said that he and his uh group have been, you know conspiring to commit murder and onto other shit around Atlanta for like and they've wasn't the case I think as far back as like 2014 so they've been letting bodies pile up for like 8 years or some shit like that
1: yeah that's what Jeez. the police do
0: but here's the thing they're running this by saying that Young Thug in his music has said some shit which I don't care what anybody but says but that's not true because you can't understand what he says Y'all, there you go looking ass i mean if that would get young thug out of jail i wouldn't really go with that um my only issue is this (laughs) my only issue my only issue is this and i'm gonna say this and i have to get this off i have to say this if we gonna lock rappers up for talking shit when you know motherfuckers be capping and just be good at putting together words i don't believe shit i don't believe shit any entertainer says to me bro I don't even, I even thought about this when I was writing the Kendrick Lamar thing. I took a line out because I'm like, I like how he's, uh, I was in the section where I was talking about how open he is. I had to rework some shit because he could be lying about everything he said on this fucking record, bro. This could be just Yeah, that's the thing
2: is like, I, there are people that in the music industry that talk publicly in their music about actual things that are happening and they're going to use it, you know, or... They could be making up a story, and it sounds mm-hmm. real, or we know it's fake, or whatever. But it's yeah. it's good song or a good story, you know. But
1: it's not conclusive evidence, and that's not something that right. can be used in a court of law.
0: They're gonna lock exactly. up Dr. Seuss for it- poisoning some green eggs and ham. New York, New York, the state of New York just made it illegal for you to lock a rapper up based on lyrics because it's like, bro, if what if I write a murder novel? If I wrote a mafia murder novel,
2: you right. could, For real, not, and all of a sudden, you can Stephen could, King.
0: No, seriously. You write some shit, and all of a sudden, they're like, well, you said in your book. Bro, this is my book I'm selling for entertainment, bro. Right. It was literally in the fiction aisle. <laughs> like Man fiction? The fake like, aisle. Right. The fake
3: aisle.
0: <laughs> 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 but, like, if we going to start locking rappers up for certain... Sh- I mean, it's rappers who... Eminem should be going Eminem, to jail right now. Really? <laughs> right now. For multiple years of you rape and murder, she's bro. She's
2: literally fuck? still alive. No, you said you killed no, her. No, you girl. said you no, killed her. No, she's...
0: Right, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, if this is
2: Haley doing, too, she helped. Nah, yep, she... exactly.
0: Nope. your 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 daughter helped kill her. Nah, like Rico Mathers. Rico Mathers. <laughs> if we doing this, we gotta do it. It gotta be accountable across the board. Listen. Steven Spielberg to jail for fucking drumming up dinosaurs and shit again somewhere, like right. on some lost <laughs> island. Like, let's 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 really get the shit, let's get it popping if we gonna do that. And George
2: Lucas for destroying an entire planet. An entire...
0: This nigga got war crimes on his name that we need to be talking about <laughs> right now. Right now. But what I'm saying, though. If we gonna do this to rap, we don't do this to... You won't do this in any other genre of music. You will not do this in rock, bro. If that's the case... Johnny Cash said, I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. <laughs> egg... Exactly, bro. This only happens in rap. This only happens in rap and I'm not a fan of that. I don't think it's cool. I don't care what Young Thug said in the record, bro. You Did don't, he even say anything or was it one of his other members? They said he said now the reason Young Thug is probably locked up. There is some other shit going on too, like text messages and some other shit. So he probably I don't I don't know this nigga. I just like his music. He's one of the few rappers out that I, <laughs> that I anticipate music from there are tons of rappers who have come out and i'm like oh he got a cd i'm gonna listen to that shit but there are about three or four rappers um kanye west Absol, i would be waiting on him to drop a record young thug like i'm actually these are people that i'm actually like okay if, like the rest of y'all can drop records but eventually these people are going to drop albums and i have to pay attention because i'm ready to hear Woo-hoo. what they have to say so if we're gonna do this to rappers. We should be doing it to everybody. And I'm, is Young Thug guilty? I don't know. Yep, exactly. I don't know if he's guilty, but he might be. But he could be. But he could be. But locking him up because of rap lyrics is bullshit. If he guilty, you got you got text messages and he tried to get YFN Lucci killed in jail and some other shit, cool.
2: Not be up. funny if they locked up locked him up because his album is so bad or something.
0: Like, but they're like they're, the way they're trying to convict him is they're saying he set this in the record. I don't care what he said in the record, bro. That's not that should not even be admissible in court. Right. Like that shit is stupid, right? Stupid. So that is the they got the Amber Heard, Lord. Right, damn <laughs> <laughs> <Them laughs> bitches, bro. But well, yes, I knew I smelled
1: shit.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yes, thank you for that, Cody. I had to. That that brought me to that that point. Um, welcome. Fun fact of the week: Ants won't cross a chalk line.
2: You can. I remember seeing a while ago too. Like when I was in high school, there was a video of. Uh, I don't know if it was an ant per se or just a different kind of bug, um, but it was like on a notebook piece of paper, and they just drew a circle around it and stuff, and it wouldn't cross.
0: Mm, really. That's interesting. Well, everybody. It's just gonna
2: have a field day. <laughs> right. Exactly.
0: Well, everybody. That's. This has been episode. One eleven. I'm pretty sure it's one eleven. Uh-oh. Yeah, I looked up. Okay, is. good. Good. Perfect. This has been episode one hundred and eleven, everybody of not politically oh correct. God. It's your boy Rim McCoy, aka Mister What To Do, aka Young Splash God, aka No Cap Charlie, aka Smooth Job Johnny, aka Doped Up Danny, aka FBI Mike, aka Hallway Jones, Jesus, aka Hip Hop Harry. But most importantly, Hallway Jones, because your bitch might make me. There's room
2: seventeen talk. more. You have to go to the appendix, though. Little, little <laughs> Index
0: little
2: <laughs> little
1: under J. Let's start with
0: J. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had
1: to get it off. I had to get it Strawberry off. Strawberry Jam. <laughs> Cody? Jamming on the one? Zio? Uh, <laughs> Cody, Cody. I'm Cody. No. Look at me. I'm Dada, right? Yes. Okay. Russ? I don't want to follow that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know the name? You, you heard you him in the beginning. And I'm through. good. <laughs> Smoot <on>. along.
0: <laughs> and on that note, Gang!